Welcome to the Hockey Press Presents. I am your host, The Schwartz. Thank you for joining me. It is Thursday. It is 7 p.m. We do this show each and every week here on the All In Sports Talk Radio Network. Radio.co, the method of delivery. But now we have two other ways to catch the show. We've got the apps. Go to the Apple Store and brand spank new as of this past week, Android Play. We kick off the show with Alice Cooper. Hockey fan himself has season's tickets to the Arizona Coyotes. Why? Because he can golf regularly. Of course, he is a Michigan native. Michigan tends to like this game hockey us Canadians came up with. And of course, this being the Hockey Press Presents, where do we find those boys? This week, they can't deny the madness. They're in Sarasota, Florida, getting warmed up and ready to go for the upcoming hockey season. News, rumors, fantasy picks. You go to thehockeypress.ca. You can find them on Twitter, at thehockeypress. And also, the shine hasn't worn off yet. Still pretty spanking new on Facebook, the Hockey Press. Got to give a big shout out to our friends over at Pacific Rink as well. www.pacificrink.com. You get the sweet swag us hockey players like to have. Bags, apparel. They've got it. You can also find them on Twitter at, very fittingly, Pacific Rink. Got that straightened out. All right. All the social media, all the sponsors and everybody aside, we got a jam-packed show ahead of you. We were talking about Vincent Fournier, Alice Cooper being from Michigan. Another Michigan native, the subject of a lot of trade rumors, That would be Jacob Truba, defenseman for the Winnipeg Jets. We'll get to that a little bit in our rumor roundup, as we do each and every week on the show. But before we get to any rumors, gotta honor a legend. This past June, we lost one. Gordie Howe, number nine. Very few people can lay claim to that number, not named Gordie Howe. The Detroit Red Wings legend is going to have his number sewn on, a little crest on the chest for all the players this whole season. And for the final season of them playing at the famed Joe Louis Arena, they're going to be painting the number nine behind each goalie net. Not that there are any other kinds of nets on the ice, but any which way, it's a heck of a way to honor Gordy. Leave it to the Illich family. Owner of Litter, Litter, (laughs) Little, Caesars, Annunciation Schwartz, the Illich family doing so much for Michigan hockey as well, along with the Howe family, almost single-handedly created Detroit minor hockey, Michigan minor hockey, incredible contributions to the game. Gordie Howe, the Illiches, just keep dedicating dedicating themselves to this great game. Had to kick things off. Respect. Gordy Howe, Mr. Elbows. Now we do get to the rumor roundup. And Rochester, Michigan native Jacob Truba, 22-year-old defenseman for the Winnipeg Jets. It's been no secret since last spring, as per Bob McKenzie, via today's Slapshot, saying last spring, Truba was saying he was asking for about $7 million annual average. Didn't really want to stay in Winnipeg. Well, fast forward to now, fall. The news has become public. Truba wants out 
He's tired of the windy gusts at Portage in Maine during the wintertime. Not that Michigan is exempt from the cold weather. They're basically Canada. <laughs> but still, I want out of Winnipeg. Maybe the trajectory just isn't there for Chuba. I don't know. But he seems like he'd be a foundational player. Young defenseman, like I said, the age of 22. But when you're asking for $7 million coming off of your rookie contract, that entry-level deal worth just under a million bucks, depending on bonuses, could topple the million mark. Truba, who averages about 24 minutes of ice time, looking for $7 million. That's a real sticking point for me because, I mean, we're seeing some of the same cases popping up around the show, the NHL, Anaheim Ducks, Hampus, Lindholm, and Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Ristolainen. They're looking at comparables, say, guys like Seth Jones playing in Columbus, five to six million dollars. Fitting point structure under 30 or around the 30 point mark, which isn't bad for a young and up and coming defenseman. But when you're knocking on the door of, say, Aaron Ekblad, Florida Panthers defenseman who just signed a mega deal, Ekblad is a special kind of guy. I mean, he's way beyond the 30-point plateau as a defenseman, and his trajectory's been huge. Little piece of trivia, there's, there's exceptional player status honored to players in the Ontario Hockey League here in Canada. You have to show exceptional levels of talent at the age of 15. 15! You can't even drive to the rink yet. You can't roll up to the barn in a set of wheels with all the sponsorship money you've been getting since 12. Okay, maybe not money, but free gear. Any which way. 15 years old, Aaron Ekblad, first defenseman to be granted exceptional player status in the Ontario Hockey League. Jacob Truba looking for Ekblad money? Not so sure he's fit for that yet. And that's what a lot of people are saying, including the management in Winnipeg. Hold your horses there, son. We'll pay you. We just don't want to pay you that much. But Truba's just lost his patience. So there are obviously teams that are going to be courting the young man. Winnipeg's price, they want a player similar to Truba's caliber, probably similar in age, but they want a left defenseman, LD. You never know if there's a big package deal ahead either. Could be a blockbuster, could be a one-for-one, one, I don't know. But here are five teams that could be willing to pay the price for one Jacob Truba. The Boston Bruins, we've heard that rumor floating around this summer. Been talking about that quite a bit here on the Hockey Press Presents on the All In Sports Talk Radio Network, radio.co being the site, the apps being available, the App Store, and Play. Brand new there. Android, Apple, it don't matter. We got your sports covered. What could they do? They might be able to send Tori Krug over to the Winnipeg Jets. Pretty good defensive man, D-man, something that obviously Winnipeg wants to address if they're going to be losing a player of Truba's caliber, as they say. 
And it could be a good destination. Seriously, think about it here. Boston, great place to play hockey, except, oh, your home state of Michigan's come knocking. Pizza, pizza, contract, contract. Detroit Red Wings. They've been looking to add a top four D for a long time now. Could Truba finally be the man? I mean, he's he's not going to be Nick Lidstrom here. But the very underrated and Michigan native Brian Rafalski, who played there for quite some time, could be the right guy to fill that void that they've had for a couple seasons since Rafalski's premature retirement from the National Hockey League. Maybe a deal including the newly signed Danny DeKaiser or maybe the pretty stalwart Brendan Smith. We'll just have to see. Then there's the young and -and up-and-coming team in Arizona. Whereas if you missed it off the top of the show, we kick off the show with Hello Hooray from Alice Cooper. The Michigan Connection, he lives in Arizona now, has season's tickets to the Coyotes. Maybe he'll entertain the shock man himself on the blue line. Jacob Chuba could possibly play with Oliver Ekman and Larsman, another very underrated defenseman in the National Hockey League. The deal could include one of their prospects, but they don't have many left defensemen. They do have a guy named Max Domi there who, again, hiding under the desert sun. Who knows what the future of that team will be. The NHL just seems to really love to have a team in Arizona, but we aren't really going to go there this week. But a good young team to surround himself with, nonetheless. Speaking of young teams, been talking about this team a little bit due to some of the success with the World Cup of Hockey, featuring players like, say, Nathan McKinnon. He'd be a forward. So would Matt Duchesne. And how would he look in Winnipeg? He could be the right kind of guy for a one-for-one. Duchesne also showing his skills in this World Cup of Hockey tournament. Representing Canada. We'll be discussing the World Cup very shortly here on the Hockey Press Presents, by the way. As tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Canada. Europe. Game two. Like I said, a little later on for that. Philadelphia? I don't know how they have cap room. I always just seem to spend the max and beyond, but the math seems to work there. They've got the young pieces to acquire Chuba. Players like Ivan Provorov could move. Of course, they've got the ghost there now. Shane Gospisir. Exploding on the scene last year. Calder Trophy nominee on the blue line. Set a record for points by a defenseman. Franchise history in Philly last season. Maybe that's the young elite pairing they could put together. But, you know, I'd I'd put my money down almost on Detroit. They've eliminated some high-ticket contracts like Pavel Datsuk. Of course, he sprang for the KHL. Playing in the World Cup of Hockey. So we are seeing the Magic Man in Eastern Standard Time. And in North America again, but maybe just for the very last time. But I digress. I do that a lot on the show. I try to rein it in, stay focused. Stay focused, Schwartz. Detroit being the home state of Michigan for Jacob Truba. That might just play on him. We already went over it. They do have some young assets. And they've got the cap space. Perfect storm. Yeah. 
you get to see him there. I got a, I got a soft spot in my heart for Detroit. Being a Montreal Canadiens fan growing up, I will always remain loyal, no matter how much I am displeased by their current situation. Some decisions. Be talking a little bit about them a little bit later, perhaps. I don't know. Something related. World Cup related. Painting a mystery like the Riddler here on the Hockey Press Presents. Anyway, I put my money on Detroit for a good spot for young Jacob Chuba. Let's move on here with the rumor roundup pertaining to the World Cup of Hockey, by the way. The NHL, not 100% on the 2018 Olympics being played in Korea. VP Bill Daly recently said he's not optimistic the NHL is going to be going there. Problem here is the IOC isn't exactly willing to pay for the cost of insurance and travel. Up to something like $20 million. What cost the NHL money? Maybe even injury problems? Suspending the season? Losing money? Nobody's in the business of doing that. The NHL enjoying this World Cup of Hockey. Even though some say the ticket sales have been less than desirable, attendance a little bit low, but we will touch on that again in a little bit more detail when we preview Game 2 set for tonight, 8 p.m. Canada versus Europe. Now, the IOC proposes that perhaps they pay half the costs and they could come to the deal, right? Get the NHL the exposure. Oh, wait, we're getting that with the World Cup of Hockey in North America. Do we really need to sell the game a lot more and take the risks and financial hits? Hmm. Now, it's very important to note, and you've said it's likely the NHL will take part in the 2022 Olympics. So I don't think the NHL is completely done with international play. If you ask me, though, are you? Wait. Yeah, you have. I think they got a good thing going with the World Cup of Hockey. There's no real break. Of course, they have to because of the Olympic schedule. Take a break midseason. Scrap the All-Star game usually. And yes, players do love representing their country. No question. Alexander Ovechkin adamant that he would leave the National Hockey League to represent Mazarasha. Sorry, Alex. Didn't mean to disrespect you there, brother. Anyway... The NHL has full control, full source of revenue here. The IOC, obviously, likes money. Doesn't like spending it, obviously. But neither does the NHL, so you're at an impasse. But if you are the National Hockey League and the NHL Players Association, so far you're looking rosy with this World Cup going on. Haven't had it in well over a decade now. And the NHL is wanting to do this every four years. In fact, according to Pierre Lebrun, that is a confirm. Every four years they have this tournament. How special is that? And how do we address the format? Will there be a Team North America? I don't know. We'll get in depth with that. But before we do... Got to thank our friends over at Pacific Rink, www.pacificrink, R-I-N-K, rink, 
Pacific being like the ocean.com. You find them at Pacific Rink on Twitter. What do they got there? Hockey swag, apparel, some sweet, sweet goods over at Pacific Rink. Hanging with us boys at the Hockey Press Presents. This week, sending me the news, the rumors from, ooh, yeah, Sarasota, Florida. Home of the madness, macho man, Randy Savage. And I just savaged my voice. (laughs) Being the macho man. Very quickly, get familiar with these names moving forward for the National Hockey League draft for next year, 2017. Bob McKenzie of TSN. Very astute in how he's projected draft picks. Nolan Patrick, 18-year-old, playing for the Brandon Wheat Kings. Over 100 points last year. Kids dialed in. Also got some hockey lineage. Nolan Patrick being the son of, I want to say it's James Patrick. Do I have it right? Because he's got got family in hockey. And I just want to be 100% sure that I'm not feeding you baloney or bunk. Got it all stored in my head somewhere. Sorry, yes. Nephew of James Patrick, son of former NHL forward Steve Patrick. I want to give you the right goods here on the Hockey Press Presents. Been known to have a misconduct here or there. I apologize. Anyhow, over 102 points for this hockey lineage man, Nolan Patrick, playing for the Brandon Wheat Kings. Speaking of hockey lineage, Cal Foote. Familiar with the name Adam Foote? That would be his son, 17 years old, playing for the Kelowna Rockets out of the Western Hockey League. And he is a blue liner, so you're going to be keeping your eyes out for him if maybe a team or two out there needs to bulk up on the D future. Most controversial name here to look out for is Klim Kostin, 17-year-old Russian hockey player, drafted first overall in the import draft by the Kootenai Ice. But he said, no, I'm staying in Russia. It was interesting to see how those situations play out. Some interesting names, nonetheless, for you to keep your eyes and ears on for the upcoming hockey season. At least with the draft in mind. Speaking of international, we are going to hit ourselves up with the World Cup of Hockey, and let's preview it for tonight. Canada didn't play their best and still won on Tuesday taking Game 1 in the best-of-three series against Team Europe in the World Cup of Hockey being played right here in Tirana. And it just was pretty clear when Steve Stamkos is scoring just his very first goal of the tournament that Canada's really starting to fire with all its players. You come all together here in this game too, pick up the pace. I don't care how well Yaroslav Halak plays. It looks like Canada's just going to dominate. Carey Price only letting up the one goal. 15-0-0 now in international play. Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, along with Sidney Crosby just dominating as well. Patrice Bergeron with the icing on the cake. The 3-1 goal. Marchand, Johnny on the spot. Right in the slot. Easy tap in. Was that a haiku? I don't know. (laughs) 
Canada's future at the World Cup, always bright. Which begs the question, if they are to rejig the format for the World Cup of Hockey, do you entertain the idea of maybe a Team Ontario? If you are unfamiliar with Canadian geography, by the way, Ontario being a province in this very country, a lot of talent that comes out of Ontario. Or do you have a Canada B? Because they're thinking, well, you know, as, as amazing as Team North America was, some of that talent, no doubt, is going to be able to play for their respective countries. Connor McDavid saying, yeah, I know I shined a lot playing for Team North America, but I'm pretty confident that come the next World Cup, even though I'm still going to be hovering around the age of 23, <laughs> I want to represent Canada. I think that's a pretty pair comment. Fair comment. Jeez, Schwartz, speak English today. What's the matter with you? Get another two minute for stuttering. <laughs> Fact is, there's a lot of validity to that question. Be interesting to see how it plays out. But then again, would you really complain if he did play for Team North America and we got to see that speed and that excitement? The most exciting team of the entire tournament. As they used to say on WTV out of Buffalo for the Buffalo Bandits, that's where I remember hearing it first, of course. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. It's what you needed for Team North America with the blistering speed and hands that also included Austin Matthews. Second overall pick to Connor McDavid, Jack Eichel. Two names that could also play for their respective country, good old USA, whose long-standing experiment with grit may very well come to an end due to the Phil Kessel tweet, which we talked about last week. Speaking of which, catch the Hockey Press each and every week, 7 p.m. here on the All In Sports Talk radio network. We re-air throughout the week until we give you new programming on Thursdays at 7. Radio.co is the site. The apps, yes, plural now, you can find it in the App Store or the Play Store. Android and Apple-friendly. Windows? I don't know. <laughs> and if you're a BlackBerry user, you're out of luck because they're not making phones anymore. Anyway, 8 o'clock tonight. Team Canada. Team Europe. Team Canada wins. They clinch. They clinch this World Cup of Hockey. Speaking of the World Cup of Hockey, going to let you take a little peek behind the curtain, the media curtain, if you will, here. And I know that I'm possibly crossing a line, but it wouldn't be the first time because you're likely unfamiliar with my past. So let's give you a, a Coles Notes version. I used to interview hockey players for a website that I used to own. Would attend NHL-sanctioned events, like the Heritage Classic, the Awards, All-Star Game, and interview players with my journalistic integrity but fanboy enthusiasm all mixed into one, as you've come to know as the Schwartz on the Hockey Press Presents. Some players really appreciated it. If you're familiar with Canadiana, think of Nardwar, the human serviette, interviewing the stars of the world of music, hip-hop most notably, do 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 do. If you're not familiar, well, 
you're not. But there was a flair, there was a knowledge, there was an enthusiasm, something non-traditional about how I interviewed players. And that rubbed some people the wrong way. Most notably, a media member who was responsible for accreditation for the World Cup of Hockey. See, we did apply. It was a small snafu, thought at the zero hour our Hail Mary would get tossed and my name got submitted and that very person who singled me out at an NHL-sanctioned event and said, you, no one-on-one questions, only scrum, and the other feedback is make it hockey-relevant. Well, if you look up Lonnie Schwartz, L-A-U-N-Y-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z, that is my full name, or the Schwartz, and Hockey 54, you can catch some of my interviews online. And I dare you to find one that didn't have something relevant to the game and something that didn't go beyond the cliched garbage that you normally get. Oh, 110%. Uh, yeah, the event is really going to be fun. Showcase. Uh... Actually related to them as hockey players. Brought out a lot of information. Some of them that they didn't even know. I interviewed Jimmy Howard. Detroit Red Wings goaltender brought up a couple of his records that he established while playing in the NCAA, and he's like, I didn't even know I had that record. Surprised Patrick Sharp, winger for the Dallas Stars, best smile, hammer-shouldered high school. Thunder Bay, Ontario, he's like, how do you know that? And relating to this gentleman, whom I'm fairly sure because of my... (laughs) journalistic sniffing abilities had a hand in denying me a press pass for this coming turn well this coming this tournament the world cup of hockey i interviewed a player for the team that he represents it ended up being a one-on-one the day before the heritage classic being played in calgary oh the plot thickens there's only two teams you might start figuring things out And during my one-on-one, other media surrounded became somewhat of a scrum. That's generally what happens. But me being the guy that I am, I, boom, got in there. And what ended up happening? My question, my quote-unquote irrelevant hockey question, ended up being front and center on their very webpage. Yes, the first thing that appeared on their team webpage was my question. Yet I'm the one singled out. And now I feel the same sting. Now, am I going to apologize for how I interview players? Absolutely not. Did it rub some of them the wrong way? Yeah, I I can see that. But I can tell you the vast majority always looked forward to when I would approach them. Hopefully the same way you look forward to the Hockey Press Presents because I got to wind down now. On that note, that cliffhanger, we're done. We do this show each and every week here on the All In Sports Talk radio network. Check out thehockeypress.ca. If you miss anything we got, visit them on Twitter at The Hockey Press and on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, the Schwartz 5454 and you can find me each and every week here on the All In Sports Talk radio network as we do The Hockey Press Presents at 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. And until next week... May the Schwartz be with you.